Hi, welcome to the CCWSA podcast. I'm Rob High in Oklahoma City, joined by our COO with CWSA, Stan Campbell. Um, as usual, Philip Naiman is joining us. He's out in Arizona today. And our very special guest, Jacob Paulson from concealedcarry.com. Um, Phil and I have been touching base on an awful lot of things, training related, um, even above and beyond just firearm stuff. Mm -hmm. And I really was so impressed last year with uh, the Guardian Conference that Jacob put on in Oklahoma City. And I wanted to have a moment to talk with him about that today. And man, he's got a killer lineup again, just absolute top shelf instruction for anything and everything you could think of, handgun related, um, medical related, uh, less lethal related. So Jacob, welcome brother. We so happy to have you. Thanks for having me boys. I'm excited. Yeah. 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 Um, tell us a little bit about the turnout we had last year, uh, for guardian nation. That was fantastic. So, yeah. So the guardian conference is a three day training event. Uh, we're not the first people to have the concept. So we're, we're not, you know, re reinventing the wheel here. Uh, but the idea is that uh, people get to show up and for three days, they get to take uh, four hour class blocks. So a person might take six or seven of these class blocks over the course of three days. And uh, we're bringing in the best instructors in the game. So instead of having to travel around the country to get to some of these top tier instructors who, who are often very expensive and, and you know, that might take up a lot, you know, many years to hit your favorite list. The idea is that you're coming to one place in a single weekend, you're getting at least to, uh, to try out, to test, you know, from the buffet and, and see some of these top tier instructors. So, so last year, yeah, 2021 was our first year in Oklahoma City there, which was great to do it in your guys' backyard. That was absolutely fantastic. And, and uh, CCW Safe was very supportive of that event. Uh, we had just shy of, a, of a, about 100 people at that event, which for our first year, we were pretty uh, happy about that. And everyone had a fantastic experience. We, we got a lot of feedback from people about uh, how it went, both written you know, survey type feedback, as well as some video interviews that were conducted by your team. And yeah, we're, we were thrilled. And you didn't, you didn't get to make it out there, did you? No, I was busy. You oh. know, uh, I, mean, I, I, I was working behind the scenes though, you know, just trying to make sure everything um, was coordinated properly and uh, that both teams, you know, worked cohesively. And um, it really was a great event, you know, um, all of the, the after action information that I received, I was really pleased with. Mm -hmm. uh, we enjoy working with Jacob and his team, you know. Um, it's always nice when, you know, the synergy is right between two businesses that you can put on an event like that and for the first time, you know, have it, you know, as successful as it was. So we were really pleased about it. Yeah, I was, I was just... I was amazed at the level of instruction available altogether in one spot. Um, even, you know, in a year of COVID, uh, we had, uh, we lost an instructor kind of last minute and Jacob had another guy off his team, Matt Marister, that plugged in and dude, I don't, I don't know how much, how much better it could have been than what Matt did. He he stepped in and was just 
Johnny on the spot did a phenomenal job. I got to watch some of his classes. Um, but I mean, you know, Riley Bowman, Riley is absolute top shelf guy. Um, Matt Little, um, Matt came from uh, military background with special forces training, um, several deployments, but he was also a Chicago cop. Um, did a lot of their training, uh, was a SWAT, SWAT guy. Um, and these are all guys that, that don't just tell you about it. They'll step out there and they'll show you that skill set and they'll show you. These are things that are really important when you're trying to find really good quality instruction. Um, the guys that can, can actually do it. They, you know, this is what we're going. This is how we're taking these steps. And even Brian Eastridge, Brian's one of the kids that, that came through one of my police academies. Um, I'm not, a, I'm not credited with, with Brian's shooting skills. That's something he developed long before he came to us, but you know, to, to be able to step in and, and kind of, you know, Riley does it, Brian does it, it kind of, kind of bust up some myths that you have always heard about shooting and they just prove you wrong and they have you do these things. And it's like, oh my gosh, I, I've worried so much about these things. And, and all of a sudden I, I spent four hours of my, of my weekend and, and suddenly I am walking away a better shooter. So that was really cool. Well, that's the beautiful thing about an event like that is you get so many perspectives. In fact, we had one person who uh, on day two was kind of frustrated, like, listen, today's the second day of the event. I've taken only three classes so far, but all three of the classes I took, I got a very different um, instruction on how to do X, Y, Z thing. And, and what the thing is irrelevant. Uh, but, you know, this instructor told me to do it this way. This instructor said, no, do it this way. You know, what, which one do I do? And I was like, thank you for validating the event. Like, that's exactly why you're here. That's the point is that when you get the different, like when you stop drinking from the same Kool-Aid cup your whole life, when you're going to the same instructor the whole time, you're going to the same academy the whole time, you only get one perspective, you only get one method, you only get one explanation for why it's done that way. And that's the beautiful thing about this kind of a buffet style training. And, and I wouldn't suggest that this is the only training someone should get where you're getting four hour blocks from different people. It does make like there is value from an immersive training environment where you spent two or three days with the same instructor. But, the, but this is a unique opportunity that's hard to find elsewhere where you are getting different perspective where people are saying, well, here's the advantage of doing it like this. And it was really interesting. You know, you could have spent the afternoon on the, on the line with Spencer to draw from appendix. And then the next morning you're, you're, you're in the indoors with Todd Fossey uh, doing wall wall clinch fighting, you know, combatants, and and now you're testing those things that you just learned on the live range uh, with Spencer, and now you're saying, well, how does this how does this technique that I practiced yesterday hold up when I'm grappling with somebody, you know, and that's the value of that kind of of event. I always just default straight to the uh, Charlie's Angels. All problems are solved if you just pick, you know, Wick or Bond or Bourne or somebody and you just do what they do. That's, that's what <laughs> um, are we, you know, I'm looking at the lineup that we've, we've got currently set up for this year. Um, you got Chuck Haggard, Mickey Shook, Riley Bowman again, Matt Little again, Wayne Dobbs is committed this year. Uh, Todd Fossey is, is back with us. Brian Eastridge is back with us. Uh, Samuel Middlebrook, 
uh, Brian McLaughlin and AJ, is that Zito? Zito, correct. Uh, AJ is the only one that I'm personally not familiar with. Um, You're going to love AJ, Rob. So AJ is a, uh, he's a competitive shooter. He's a you know, national champion in single stack. Uh, he's very, you know, skilled shooter, but he's probably, in my opinion, one of the top experts right now on shooting with a red dot. Um, he, you know, most people are familiar with Scott Jedlinski. AJ Zito is a, uh, an associate of, or, or, you know, you might say a, an assistant of a Scott Jedlinski. He works with and puts on uh, most of, of, of Scott's classes with him. He's the AI for most of Scott's classes. Okay. He's a certified to teach Scott Jedlinski's curriculum, but independent of Scott, he's just an amazing instructor uh, in, in a number of things, but specifically, I think he's best known for his work with the Red Dot. And I've seen him instruct. I've been on the range with him. Um, he's, he's really a phenomenal uh, dude. And, and he's also uh, a gunsmith. He makes custom uh, 2011s, 1911s. And he's just, this is, this is what he does full time. And I think he's one of the foremost experts right now on uh, uh, transitioning to and working with the Red Dot. I'm super excited about that. Then I've I've uh, I've been wanting to take a class like that. Um, I was so plugged in and busy, kind of behind the scenes last year that I really didn't get to insert and get anything. Um, I picked up an awful lot uh, audibly, but I didn't get any reps actually on the line. Um, uh, I'd like to also kind of kind of shout out with to uh, Oklahoma City Gun Club for for allowing us to to have that event out at their location. That was such a, and it's one mile by one mile, big, huge facility with multiple ranges on it. So everybody had plenty of room and plenty of opportunity to, to get uh, reps down line and, and actually practice the things that they were being taught. Um, yeah, great hosts, just yeah, great hosts. Awesome facility. Uh, and, the, and the nice thing too is, you know, in September in Oklahoma City, it, it could be 90 degrees and hot, or it could be 65 degrees and raining, right? So that facility, you know, they they let us use the cowboy action part of the range as well as the muzzle loader bays and a couple other uh, parts of the range. But every single pistol bay has a covering. Yes. So that you know, when you're doing the instruction, when the instructor's just talking, hey, you can be in the shade, you can, or you could be out of the rain if it was raining. And so it's just a really nice facility. And I, I like the old Western style of that cowboy action bay. I love the idea that, you know, hey, your next class is down at the saloon or down at the OKC Corral. You know? Yeah. So it's, it's fun. Uh, you know, meet in the morning at the bar, you know, like that. It's just that's just a really nice, high quality facility. They're very gracious hosts. They really worked with us to make sure that we could put that on. And, uh, and frankly, Oklahoma City is a very good quality central location. You have a good airport. It's not far from that range. Um, hotels and lodging are not expensive. It's it just really functional uh, for this event. Hey, hey Jacob, real quick, um, because we have a lot of new members since the last time you've been here. Um, could you just kind of tell the audience, you know, about your company and then about Guardian Nation, what that means and, and you know, who all can attend your, your conference? Yeah, this is always a hard one. I, 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 I practice in the mirror trying to explain what my company does in a concise manner because I, I feel like it's a long speech. Uh, but concealedcarry.com, which is kind of the mothership or the, the big brand under which we operate, is primarily meant to be a resource to American gun owners today. So we're, we're a media company. We have full-time writers. And we put out, uh, we publish three or you know, four, four podcast episodes a week across different channels. 
Um, we have full-time video people, so we're very active on you know, YouTube and those kinds of things. Um, we have a, a mobile app you know, as where uh, that, that houses a lot of the tools. So we have you know reciprocity map resources, legal reference material. So if you want to know, you know, does Alabama have magazine limitations or a duty to retreat law, you can find that on our website or in our app. So that's that's kind of the main uh, core of that brand. Beyond beyond the informational you know side of things, Concealcare.com is an e-commerce company. We sell products. We sell products, uh, some of our own products as well as. A lot of name brand company products sell, you know, Surefire and Streamlight. We sell Six Hour uh, and, and Burris Optics. We sell, you know, I'm not going to keep going, but any, you know, I think we have over 100 brands represented uh, for products for sale at ConcealedCarry.com. Um, we have a large educational footprint of our business. We, we work with currently over 50 instructors in 26 different states who teach in-person firearm training classes. We sell a number of uh, courses, online courses and DVDs. Guardian Nation, Stan, as you mentioned, is kind of our membership product. So Guardian Nation is a, is a membership product. Uh, it costs $38.45 a month. That's, uh, you know, 38 special, 45 ACP. That's how we came up with that. So okay. it's 38.45 a month. And uh, that includes access, unlimited access to what we call Guardian University, which is an online uh, interface of video training, you know, full length courses on things like vehicle fire tactics, uh, use of cover, home defense, uh, any number of, of different you know, training programs that are involved there, as well as the person gets some discounts when they shop on our online store, as well as from some of our partners like CCW Safe. And also they receive a subscription box style box of physical products in the mail four times a year. That's, that's worth at least what they pay for the membership. Of, you know, so each box is worth at least $120 uh, worth of retail value. Uh, so that's Guardian Nation. And then outside of that, we have some other brands um, that our company uh, owns or operates. Mount Med Medical is one of those. Ready Up Gear, Range Tech Shot Timer. Uh, that's one of our companies, one of our brands. Uh, Barrel Block is a recent uh, uh, brand that we acquired as a company. So we do some manufacturing. We have a lot of our own products that, that fall under some of these other brands that we operate. Awesome, thank you. As far as the event, I should have answered that question. So we were talking about Guardian Conference and all the information can be found at guardianconference.com. Anyone's welcome to attend Guardian Conference. It's a public event. You just got to pay the money and show up. Uh, that said, it certainly is significantly discounted for Guardian Nation members. So the price to attend Guardian Conference is going to vary on the low end at $450. And on the high end, the most you could pay would be $750. So that's a $300 gap. I realize that sounds like a significant gap. Basically, the sooner you sign up, the cheaper it is. We have uh, early bird pricing uh, kind of earlier in the year. The event is in September. So if you sign up earlier, you save some money. And Guardian Nation members also get a, a pretty significant discount, $150 to $200 uh, incremental discount above and beyond the early bird discount. So uh, frankly, it, anytime someone signs up at the full price, I'm like, what were you thinking, man? You could have joined Guardian Nation for one month and then canceled the membership and just used that to save 150 bucks on the event. So yeah. paying full full price for the event doesn't make sense. You just you know take advantage of our membership and then cancel if you don't enjoy it. it it'd still be financially prudent. That's right. You, you know, I, I spent some time out in California with Phil Naiman and he took me to one of his ranges and uh, we had some interesting times because uh, Phil is a special character. <laughs> what do you think? A training field. What do you think about training? Uh, I love it. I think um, one of the things you guys brought up earlier that I think is really important when you look at who the new shooters are and how many people in my age group are finally getting into firearms and the optics and optics ready firearms are, I think, just going through the roof. 
because a guy hits 45 years old and he breaks out the old 1911. Well, I haven't shot this in a while. And he goes, how come there's no sights on this gun? What happened to it? <laughs> so I think uh, training with optics is really something that, that would pique a lot of interest because so many people are just saying, hey, I, give, give me the red dot. I want to be able to see what I'm doing. Yeah, I, I think of it like the automatic transmission of today's guns. You know, like there was there was a transitionary time, uh, probably about when I was learning to drive, and I won't tell anyone how old I am. But when I was learning to drive, there was still the stigma of no, we got to teach everybody to drive on a stick shift, and then and then we'll move them over to an automatic transition transmission. But today that's silly, right? Like no one would like go find some stick shift car and teach their sixteen year old how to drive. That'd be ridiculous. You just okay. Philip says he still does it, but 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 more or less, you just. Like I don't even know where I would find a stick shift car. So you just teach people. That's how I look at iron sights and, and, and red dots today on handguns. It's a, we're in a transitionary period, but 10 years from now, it'll be like iron sights. Like we can talk about that after we've taught you how to, how to draw a gun, how to grip a gun, how to present it to a target and how to have only one focal plane of view instead of three. Um, mm. You know, let's, let's, let's build some of those skills uh, and build them well. And then and then we can come back and talk about, well, if your red dot fails, this is how you use the iron sights as a backup. Um, that's what I think will happen 10 years from now. But today, yeah, we're in this transitionary time. And, and I got to tell you, I'm one of those stubborn people who's having a hard time transitioning because I don't want to do it without the instruction. I want to go take a class from AJ or one of these guys and have them tell me what I don't know so that I feel more confident in, in transitioning to the dot. No, I think it's, I think it's a great point. Um... I, I have, I, I got myself a retirement gift when I left the police department. I got a, a little SIG P365 XL just with, one, just with a red dot. Just one gift? Well, that was one of my gifts, Phil. Don't <laughs> judge. Don't judge. I worked really hard. Uh, and I've, and I've, I've put a couple of rounds down range through it, but I've not really spent a great deal of time with it because I don't want to build in poor reps, you know, and I, I get so frustrated when I hear those people out there go, practice makes perfect. And that's absolutely incorrect. Um, I actually stole this from one of our members that had wrote in and commented on our content. And his line was practice makes permanent. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I have, we've seen that in self-defense things. We've seen hand-to-hand mm -hmm. -hand things. We've seen that in firearms things. Um, perfect practice makes perfect. So you have to have the proper instruction and uh, to, to be able to have an event like this that has this wide range of, of all kinds of levels. You've got competition guys, you've got military guys, you've got law enforcement guys, you've got guys that have none of those backgrounds, but they have a great love for shooting and they have an aptitude for teaching. So it's just like the perfect location to get kind of a little bit of all of it. I, I don't, you know, some, so many guys get locked into that. Well, Phil Naiman is, is my instructor and, and, you know, he, he really those, doesn't, he doesn't like poor, this guy poor here. people, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, when, when you got a guy that's doing it for a living, um, you get those guys that kind of try to hold on to you. Um, and I think it's really important to find out you know, when, when's the last time the guy you're going to see had instruction? What, who's he seeing to get instruction? 
if, if you're not always working on your craft and evolving in, in this game, you're going backwards. That's true. And you, you know, uh, like I recently, like for the first time, Phil, I guess I don't have friends like Rob, but I just <laughs> got gifted for Christmas, you know, a, a, a nine millimeter with a red dot, you know, from my, my business partner, Kyle. And, um, I, I was on SWAT for 10 years and, you know, I'm a pretty decent shooter, but when I attempted for the first time to have a red dot on my, my handgun, I was like, you know, I've done it with the rifle, which is real simple for me, but with the handgun, I mean, it's a different beast. And where I mean, is it? Where is it? Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, just trying to find the dot. I said, well, what's going on? All I see is just a, a red shade and, you know, finding the dot. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I really, you know, had to come to grips with, I need instruction, you know, because this is not just, you can turn it on, there's a dot and then just go for it. Now, of course, eventually I, I was able to, to shoot with it, but you know, th there's no way that, you know, I mean, I mean it's just okay to not know, you know, yeah, because it, that's right. it is, so even, you know, if, if you're a medium to, you know, to decent to, you know, not expert, but just, just short of that, shooter you know it, there's a big difference between iron sight and going red dot and you just have to accept it and, and, and get proper instruction so I'm, I'm actually looking forward to this and hopefully if phil, phil you are coming in in september right to join us um so you, i'm gonna be right next to you so to make sure i watch you so <laughs> nobody gets hurt but yeah I'm, I'm i'm really looking forward to this conference you know uh, i'm actually gonna be able to go this time so i'm, I'm really happy well, we, we learned a lot for the first year. We, we, we were definitely shorthanded. We didn't know how much uh, volunteer labor and help we were going to need. And so we, we learned a ton. I, I mean, I'd like to believe that, that the average attendee didn't realize how crazed we were behind the scenes. Rob knows how crazed we were behind the scenes. But we learned a lot. And so we're, we're going to be a lot more organized, a lot more efficient, a lot more effective this year. And, and hopefully a lot more people are, uh, you know, that'll benefit everybody who's attending and certainly our great partners like you guys. You know, what I, what I, what the biggest challenge for this event, and this is an important message for anybody who's considering coming, the biggest challenge that we have on our end for this kind of event is making it so that anybody can come and get high return on investment so that someone can come uh, and, and maybe, you know, they, a, 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 a spousal, you know, sp spouses come, a husband, wife, and one of them maybe is very novice with guns. That uh, could be the dude, by the way, we shouldn't be sexist. Usually and, and, and so he's going to have very specific line of instruction that he needs, whereas the, the, other, the other spouse maybe is a training junkie. You know, they get 40 hours a year traveling all around the country, seeing all the celebrity instructors. They have a very different set of things that they need to learn. And so that's the biggest challenge on us you know, for this event is making sure that both those people can come and get an extremely high re return on their investment. Uh, and so you know, like put, we had two different low light classes we put on last year. And that's mm -hmm. not for the beginner. That's not for somebody who, you know, is, is uncomfortable coming out of a holster. Uh, you know, we don't want you doing that in the dark when you're still trying to get that draw stroke down. So that's, that's the biggest challenge on us. And that's something that we're committed to. So no matter, like, this is what I tell people. If they say, well, I don't know if I should come to this event. Listen, if, if you're comfortable going to a gun range, loading your gun, shooting it at paper, unloading your gun, packing it up and taking it home again, you're good. That's the minimum required yeah. skill. And nobody yelled at you. Right, right, right. And assuming no one, you know, some guy in a bright orange or yellow vest didn't come give you a talking to, then then we're good. Like you can come to this event and, and we'll help you through it. And, and we try and have people kind of self-identify 
their skill level in advance. We kind of did the survey and we have people uh, choose what classes they want to take. And there's always going to be some people that just doesn't work out. And that happened last year. We had some people that, you know, they start out in a class on day one and it becomes quickly evident, like they are out of their depth. They're in the wrong place. We need to yank them out and go put them over with this guy or with this instructor. And that's going to happen. That's okay. That doesn't mean, that doesn't mean you're a bad person or that we're bad people. Um, it's just inevitably the way this works. But, but I just, if you're listening to this, I want you to know wherever you're at, we will meet you there and you will get a return on your investment. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a perfect, perfect, perfect thing to, to throw in there. Um, I, I witnessed that. Um, there were some guys that were just truly not, they, they didn't, did not have the elementary skill sets to do some of the intermediate things that were being presented. And that's like the first class they jumped into. And finally it was like, oh, wait, no, no. You've got, you've got to get over here and build this thing first. Um, and I, I think that was presented to those people in, in such a way that it wasn't like anybody felt like they were getting smacked down. It was just like not, not really understanding how to evaluate their own personal skill set prior to coming out. Um, and then once you see, it's like, oh, my goodness, yeah. But it's not like you're walking into you know, hell week for trying to make a SEAL team or something. It, this is, this is really, it's, it's gentle and, and the pace is just right. I didn't see anybody that was moving at warp speed and leaving people behind. It was, it was so well done and the level of instruction was so good. So it was, it was just, it was a great collection. I was so impressed with it. You know, the, the other part on that is some instructors are better at instructing a certain level. You know, I, when, when I'm teaching, I really like to take novices, people who not sure which end is the pointy end out of the box. You know, we, we do classroom instruction and then we take them to the range and, and they really they'll shoot the guns. But, you know, we start with like a 22 mark one and we work up and by the end they're doing great. and They're hitting their bullseyes. We've diagnosed all the problems. And, um, but it's a it's a long, slow event. Now, if Rob showed up at that, he'd be like, but it's not for him. Some instructors are going to be, you know, hey, here's your, here, here's your run and gun. Others are, this is how you set up your foundations and your basics. And everybody needs to learn where they need to go. And, you know, certain instructors are, are great at doing this and they're not good at explaining because they're always teaching the high end. So that's what, another thing is find the right instructor who's in there for what they're going on. Yeah, yeah. People have to stay in their wheelhouse, right? So, so for example, at this event, I don't instruct in case anyone's curious. Like I, I, I do not, I am not one of the instructors at this event because it's out, it's out of my wheelhouse. Like I, I recognize that while I may or may not be capable of teaching some things to some people, I'm not the best at teaching any of the things that we, we need to present here. So we're bringing in, like, like I, we mentioned AJ Zito specifically, we're bringing him in because we know we need red dot instruction. That's something that we need. Right, we're bringing in Brian McLaughlin because we need trauma medical instruction, and that he's the best in the game. We're bringing in Brian Eastridge because if you need to, to like master fundamental manipulation of a gun skills, he's really good at that's that's his wheelhouse. That's his. So I appreciate you saying that, Philip, because it's that's the balance that we have to try and achieve. Hey, real quick, uh, uh, Jacob, you you mentioned you know the instructor that's coming in to teach the the, the trauma. Um, and, and what to do in medical emergencies. Uh, 
can you give us a little bit more about that and, and why it's so important, especially for those who carry concealed to, to have this skill set, uh, to seek out this type of instruction and to know what to do in case they get hurt or even they hurt someone else? Yeah, and I'll try to do that without getting on a soapbox because I'm pretty passionate about this. But uh, the good news is, as an industry, and by industry, I mean the armed civilian community. That's I'm, I'm concealedcarry.com, right? So that's my that's my universe, is the armed civilian is putting a gun in their pants and walking around with it every day. You know, very similar to, to CCW Safe's target audience. So in that community, the good news is I think that prepare, medical preparedness is getting a lot more attention than it did say a decade ago, or even five years ago. It's more, we're talking about it more, the, words, the word is getting out more, but the, the bad news is it's still way behind. It's, and I know it's behind because one, I see that uh, there's not a lot of companies out there selling the gear. And you know, when there's business opportunity, the companies arrive. So we know that there's still limited available market there. And, and we, you, your average farm instructor is not teaching any sort of emergency, emergency medical instruction, which tells me that we're still behind. But <laughs> this is crazy because it, it, the, none of us justify carrying around a gun every day because the odds are high we're going to need it. Mm -hmm. that, that would be ridiculous. We're just not going to do that. But we carry a gun every day because the stakes are high if we do need it. Because we're talking about life and death, right? Well, like take a pause and think about emergency medical trauma. We're in a situation where we talk about medical where the stakes are just as high as the gun, right? There's, we're still talking about life and death, but the odds are greater than the gun. We're much more likely to need the trauma skills and gear than we are the gun gear and skills, right? Are you more likely to get carjacked or be in a serious car accident? Like that's easy to answer. All of us know the answer. You're way more likely to be in the car accident. So, so if, you, if you ever have to use a gun, you're definitely going to need medical skills, but there's a large number of situations where you might need medical skills where no, no gun is necessary or required. So that's, why, that's how we look at that. Is it's like, if you're a responsible gun owner, you have emergency medical skills and gear, but you also look at that realistically understanding that it's something you're more likely to need and utilize in your life than the gun, frankly. Uh, right. And it's, it, the, there's some good news though. There's some, there's some really good news here. The first piece of good news is that medical trauma education is way easier than gun education. Like mm -hmm. it's, it, we're, we're talking about Boy Scout level of skills required. Like 12 year olds can master this. So for sure, adults can too. Um, so that's the first piece of good news. Then the second piece of good news is it's not like in terms of timeliness, it's not as urgent, right? Like if I have to go run to my car and get my trauma kit and then come back to the scene and that takes me 60 seconds, that's an acceptable response time for medical. Mm. Uh, whereas if I think I run to my car to get my gun and come back and deal with a life-threatening uh, attack, that's not like that. There's no point. It's over now. So, so there's some good news when it comes to medical, but I think it's, it's an underrated skill. Well, that was, that was a perfect kind of segue there, Stan. Um, that that's something that is super, super important to all of us. Um, even, even back Christmas time, that was something that came into our office was, uh, I don't remember which kit it was. Yellowstone. The Yellowstone kit. Yeah. And, and we all got, we all have those. Um, I've already had these things that, that I carry with me. Um, but Jacob and his guys have been kind enough to put a little thing together for our members. And because, uh, you know, good stuff is never cheap. Um, and 
they're gonna they're gonna help our members out and and give you an opportunity to to come in and buy the right stuff because uh, there's there's a lot of counterfeit crap out there too. I would not trust just going online and buying stuff off Amazon. No, I love I love Amazon. They have a regular route to my house, but it's not for my medical stuff. So you want to give us a, a little quick thing on that there, Jacob? And yeah, so a couple of considerations when you're buying medical gear. Um, and, and obviously, hopefully it goes without saying, you need the education as much as you need the product. And the education is not hard to obtain. In fact, on notmadmedical.com, you, you can take an online course from us and CCW Safe members can get that course for free. Uh, so we'll, we'll come back to that in a minute. But as far as the gear goes, <laughs> between the Department of Defense, today's law enforcement and and TCCC and, and et cetera, like there's no reason why we shouldn't be using proven tested medical components. There's no more, there's, like, there's way too much data on, on a select number of products that we now know work consistently, reliably all the time. So that it just doesn't make sense to go test the waters with some random piece of crap, you know, from China or Taiwan or from Amazon, which is where a lot of that stuff's coming from. Uh, and and to, to your point, Rob, a lot of that stuff's counterfeit. It's meant to look like it might even say it is a, a genuine article and it's not. So at mountmanmedical.com, we only sell name brand proven tested components. No reinventing the wheel. We don't bring in any of our own products and white label it. You're getting stuff from North American Rescue, from Tactical Medical Solutions, from h, &H Medical, from Combat Medical, from Dynarex, from companies that, that fuel and supply the U.S. military and law enforcement around the country, products that we know are proven, tested, and that they, they work reliably. And we do it cheaper than anyone else. Like, I just don't know how to, else to put that. Like, that, that is our whole business model. Build trauma kits with name, brand, tested, proven components and sell them less for less money than anyone else. We, we can get away with doing that for a couple of reasons. And then CCW safe members can save an additional 15%. It's just, it's not like you just go to mountmanmedical.com forward slash CCW safe. And there's a nice little message on there from, from Stan and Mike. And you can see there all the, all the products are discounted by 15%. So yeah, like they're already the cheapest thing out there. And then an additional 15% offer CCW safe members. Awesome. Yeah, we can't thank you enough for that, brother. That is, that is such a big deal. That's, that's where I'm going to go load up. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, well, Rob, th thank you for having me. This is my first time on your uh, podcast. Now that you know, I, I had to take a sidestep, and 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 it's awesome to join my friend Phil Naiman and 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 Jacob Paulson. So I'm really happy about about your your um you being so gracious and and taking care of our members as well, Jacob. Absolutely. Yeah, and and truly, if you guys have the opportunity and the means to pop over, go to concealedcarry.com, check out that site. There is tons of great information on it. Um, hit the, the Guardian Nation link, check that out. Check out Guardian Conference. Um, if you can make that conference, I'm telling you, it is absolutely worth the price of admission. It's fantastic. Rob, Rob could you repeat the dates of the conference? Uh, yeah, it's uh, September 16, 17, 18 in Oklahoma City. And those are those are full days. Uh, breakfast is provided, lunch is provided. Um, expect to sleep well at the end of each of those days. They're 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 legit training days. So, especially if you're hanging out with Stan. That's right. We're all gonna be here. So come hang out with us and train with us for sure. Stan, you got any little takeaways there for us, real quick? No, my takeaways is I mean, I'm just an appreciation of the information and, you know, what Jacob has done for us. Um, I'm real happy about that. Um, and it's a great partnership and, 
we're glad to be able to host the Guardian Nation Conference. Yeah, yeah. Jacob, thank you so much, brother. It, it. I can't wait to see you guys again. Um, you could. My you pleasure. Gonna, are you going to make it in April? Will we see you? I'll see you in April as well. Fantastic, nice. fantastic. Looking forward to that. Um, again, we tell everybody that we always welcome your critiques, criticisms, uh, questions, suggestions. Uh, you can reach me directly at rob at ccwsafe.com. And we thank everybody for joining us today. And we look forward to seeing you next time. So bye-bye. Thank you. Be safe.